0: Hello listeners, welcome again to the Student Pilot Cast, episode 5, Coyote Ugly. I think I've got some pretty good content for this episode. Today we get our first listen to some significant in cockpit audio, and I'll almost catch you up to where I'm at in my training. I'll get you to at least my phase check for phase 1.
1: The ground Cherokee 4121 Tango Chandler service taxi
2: for South be
0: I'm glad to be producing another episode today. I've got a lot of lesson catching up to do, so we should get started. First, you may be wondering about the title of this episode, Coyote Ugly. Well, you're just going to have to wait for that to make sense. First, though, let me get everyone up to speed. I ended the last podcast with 6.6 hours. You may recall from an earlier episode that I was assigned an instructor who does not work on Saturdays, and Saturdays is a good day for me to get a lesson in. So we had planned on me sometimes flying with a different instructor on some Saturdays. The lesson that got me to that 6.6 hours was just such a flight. So before moving on to the next lessons, I want to talk about that for a minute. First, though, I'm going to throw out a question. How do you guys feel about switching instructors like that? I mean, n- not really switching, but using a different instructor sometimes. Some people probably feel like it will pro- prolong the training a bit, or but it may be good for a different perspective or a different style, etc., Personally, I'm not, I'm not sure about the first point. It probably does extend it a little, but I'm not sure. But the latter point seems right on the money. I felt like I learned quite a bit flying with a different instructor, as his style was different. He taught a few things differently, which can help. And I think getting this extra experience was good for me. If you have a comment or opinion on this, though, please email me or reply with a comment on the website to this episode. My email is bill at com and the website can be found at www.studentpilotcast.com. Before we move on too far, I want to thank those of you who have responded with comments and feedback. I heard from a few of you that you'd like some in-cockpit audio in these casts, so I'm going to start including more of that. Maybe more today than will be the norm, but I have a little catching up to do, so you'll have to bear with me. If you don't like it, if you do like it, if you want more, if you want less, etc., please, please, please let me know so I can fine-tune the cast to be more interesting to all of you. I can't make it better if I don't get feedback from you. Besides, it makes my day when I hear from any of you that are listening, and of course it's all about me, right? Now if this were an email or in a forum, I'd be putting that little smiley face there. So, moving on, partially due to the feedback that I received, I'm going to take you along with me for portions of my flights. I fly out of a moderately busy airport that has a high concentration of training going on, so the control tower is pretty busy sometimes. I may let the audio run a bit so you can get a feel for the traffic that's around, but other times while creating an audio picture for you about what's going on, I may remove dead air or irrelevant chatter for the sake of time and boringness, if that's a word. So when it seems like I just turn crosswind and then I'm suddenly on final, you'll know why. I'll try to make it easy to follow, and I won't just let it run too long, hopefully. so Beware, though, that with cockpit audio included, my episodes may tend to run a little longer than usual. Let's get started, then, with that flight that brought me to 6.6 hours, which happened with Justin as my CFI. As my 7-year-old put it, I had a substitute that day. I'll start you off with listening to ATIS on the ramp and the call to ground to get taxi clearance to the active runway. Listen carefully though to a revelation that my quote substitute makes to me while we're taxing. Those steeringman will pull instructions in
2: the vicinity of Chandler Airport up to 310 feet AGL. All will be a part of the ground control flight. Chandler, this information. <laughs> information. <laughs> Time four Weather better than five thousand and five. Temperature one four. Dew point minus three. Altimeter two nine or eight three. Visual approach, use landing and departing runways. Four left and four right. The airmen multiple instructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport up to 310 feet AGL. All VFR departures advise ground, control your direction of flight. Advise initial contact, you have information, Yankee. Yankee. Chandler, this information, Yankee, time 14470. Wind weather better than 5005. Temperature 14, Dew 3. Oh, it's meter. right here. There you go. <laughs> Chandler ground, Cherokee
0: 628, Sierra Mike. Has Yankee and uh, we want to stay in the pattern.
2: Cherokee 628, Sir Mike, telling Ground, touch and goes or tax back. Touch and goes. Touch and goes, sir. Thank you. 8 Sierra Mike. Cherokee 628,
3: Sir Mike, challenge Ground, taxi to runway 4 left. Taxi to runway 4 left. 8 Sierra
0: Mike.
2: Cherokee 1188, Tango Ground, Tango Ground. 8, 8, 8, are
4: you ready to taxi your tax for two or behind you? I am uh, ready to taxi to the active with Yankee. When was the last time you flew? Thursday. Okay. I'm trying to get in three a week. Did Brian already tell you he's not going to be here past another week and a half? No. Okay, he's not going to be here past another week and a half. Got himself a job, huh? Yeah. Yep, you heard
0: it here first. My CFI is leaving. Very interesting. More on this later, though. For now, let's get back to the flight. This day, as you probably heard, we'd be staying in the pattern for touch-and-goes. Heaven knows I need work on my landing, so that's a good thing. Let's skip ahead to finishing the run-up. Justin talks a bit about how international the training is in Arizona. As some of you may know, we have a, a lot of training that goes on here, and much of it is ab initio, which literally means from the beginning training for foreign carriers.
4: Uh, yes, it's the Germans The yeah. Germans are there yes. Is it Germans? Yeah, Lufthansa Now we've got the UN that flies in Arizona we got the Lufthansa, the German school yeah. Oxford, the British school we get a lot of Chinese and uh, Koreans out of Pan Am. As a two-tango traffic
3: heading to your right is a Seneca and then, turning uh,
4: left, going northbound. Right turn approved to the southeast behind that. Sabina Seneca. is all Pakistanis uh, and Indians. The
3: Seneca, uh, right and approved four-two tango. As a Fort 2 tango behind the Seneca, turn to the right southeast. That traffic to your head to your right's going north. Behind the Seneca, turn uh, right for four-two tango. Thanks. As a 4 2 Tango, start your right turn to the southeast. I'm stopping right, time on stop. Uh, second. Cherokee, it's your Mike. Make left traffic runway 4 left, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff.
0: I said make left. Mm-hmm. Left traffic cleared for takeoff, 8 Sierra, Mike.
3: There you go.
0: We did a couple of touch and goes while Justin talked me through it. He gave me some tips, like not over controlling, looking down the runway further, etc which is, of course, easier said than done, but eventually it started to pay off. Before that payoff, though, Justin notes where I'm going wrong.
4: Now! What's happening is this you fly the plane really well. Um, I'm feeling you're using the rudders like you should. The turns are all good, they're nice and crisp. Um, you don't do any sort of what we like to call herky jerky in the sky. Where you're doing it is where you're getting down and you're turning on the final. And for whatever reason, you start doing this. Okay? Don't. No. You know, it's just nice and smooth. Man, everything's a little subtle. And that's everyone does the same thing. I did it. Everyone did it. We like to have our controls. And all of a sudden, when we're low, we start kind of getting a little bit nervous and we start kind of doing it. You don't have to do it. The plane will fly itself, man. That's why we trim it up whenever you put in change pitch and power you have to trim it up so now we're going to get the final you're going to trim it up and you're going to fly most of the final with your hands off the oak okay all right like i said though it
0: does start to pay off so take a listen to this
4: oh real smooth man just keep driving it down don't do anything even with the power yet just keep coming just nice and smooth relax relax Relax. Start bringing the power back. Round it out. Look two-thirds down the runway, man. Start working the nose up. Easy. Easy. Now start pulling back smoothly. Pull back. Look two-thirds down the runway. Force yourself. Two-thirds down that runway. That was all you, dude. I didn't do jack crap. Flaps out. First. Flaps out. Then throttle. That was all you. Good job. Cool. Yeah.
0: We did another touch and go, and I just love the description that we give to a, a good, relaxed landing while we're on short final. Justin equates it to the Singer, which you've probably heard of, and I give the impression of him just before touchdown. It seemed to work, too, and it made me smile, so that's what's important. Just think smooth
4: thoughts. Creamy yogurt. There you go. Barry White type landing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it, man. Oh, round it out. Easy. Take your time, power title. Now start working the yoke back. Now look two-thirds down the runway, man. Two-thirds down the runway. Look two-thirds down the runway. Two-thirds down the runway. <laughs> Beautiful. Laps out. Good lad. Nice. See, what I mean, if you look two-thirds down the runway and you just, you, you know, you'll naturally bring yourself where you need to be in the position. So, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's nice. And as you also see, if you smooth things out a little bit, it makes things a lot easier on yourself. That's great.
0: During the next trip around the pattern, I was telling Justin about what an aviation nerd I've been all of my life, even though I never took the time to get my ticket. He explained that many of the pilots he knows, including himself, are like that, and he proceeded to tell me that when he was a kid, he knew all of the planes in the military and all of their specs, etc., so I guess I'm not the only one after all. I, even I wasn't that bad. He then told me about a pilot friend of his. She once told him that there are two kind of pilots.
4: There's a a gal who's a friend of mine, and uh, she says, she's a pilot herself, and she goes, pilots pilots fall into one of two categories, either geeks or assholes. Sometimes you get a combination, but usually it's one or the other.
0: As we were flying around the pattern some more, I learned a few more interesting things, some of which won't help me on my check ride, but were interesting nonetheless. One of Justin's loves is backcountry flying in a cub he told me about a video series called Big Rocks, Long Props, and that I should look it up on YouTube for some previews. I did, and he was right. If you haven't seen some of this stuff, you owe it to yourself to take a look, if not just buy all of the DVDs. I found a few more resources as well, including these YouTube videos that he was talking about, and you can find those by doing a search on YouTube for Big Rocks, Long Props. I also found a website called cubdriver749er.com. That's cubdriver the digits seven four nine, and then er.com. And also www.bigrockslongprops.com where you can buy the videos that he was referring to. It's amazing stuff these guys are doing, so don't forget to check it out. I'll put links in the show notes as well on www.studentpilotcast.com. One of the last things he did was demonstrate for me a turning slip after getting a clearance for a short approach. Essentially, he s- started a forward slip when he was abeam uh, the numbers and then turned it into a turning slip as he kind of did a 180 while slipping to the numbers. It was pretty cool to get in that fast. We did one more landing after that. Unfortunately, it was kind of a skipper. And then I went a little too hard on the brakes, and I think I made Justin
4: nervous. Round it out more. Now take your time. We're just a little fast. Yeah. Time. And slowly start pulling the nose up. Up two-thirds down the runway. Force yourself. Easy, easy. Hold it. Uh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Flaps out. Slowly on the brakes. If we don't make this one, we'll go to the next one. All the way back on the Oak. All the way back oh. on the Oak. And slowly on the brakes. We'll go to Lima. Oh, no, 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 no. Easy. Right. On the brakes. Slowly. Channel report, Adison. On one smooth
2: current. motion on the brakes. Two, on the brakes, two eight eight. more.
3: Jerky okay. 8-0 you Mike. Ramp, monitor ground. Good day. I got it. I got it.
4: Okay. To the Ramp, monitor ground. 8-0 Mike. Okay, come across here, and then come again, come to a stop, so we can do our checklist. Sure. So go to a full stop. There you go. All right, so our checklist is right here. Okay, flaps up, car feed off.
0: Boost pump off. Unnecessary electrical. Just leave, leave that off. on. Okay.
3: Okay. standby. There you go. Extra lean
4: taxi. Yep. And contact around. Which one do you to do? Right, but switch over to Com one. And let's go. Good job, man. That was good. I mean, you did uh, about, what, five, six landings completely by yourself. Um, you know, and actually three of those were, were pretty decent landings. So no worries at all, man. Well, that I've, last one that we did, you actually touched down fine, and then you <laughs> reached right, you your down, you pulled up again. So we actually came airborne. Uh, so, but it wasn't bad. We came right back down again. So not bad at all, man. That's good. just wanted to get an extra one in. Uh, hey, Why not?
0: I'm trying to make sure I include most of my mistakes in this audio, if for no other reason than to embolden the average student who thinks they must be the worst student pilot in the history of the world. I think we all think that from time to time. At least those who listen to my cast will know that there's at least one other person who's just as bad. That was about it for that day's lesson. It was overall a good day, and I felt like I made a lot of real progress. It also brought news, though, about my instructor leaving, which brought up question marks as to the continuity of my training as well. While I knew I'd get a new instructor assigned, it still leaves lots of questions, including scheduling issues in the transition, what the new CFI style would be, etc. Basically, all of the issues I had when I was first starting were back. And the big elephant in the room, of course, was the fact that this change would definitely cost me some money, through no fault of my own. So I'd be very interested to hear from any of you on your experiences and and or your opinions on situations like this, which I realize are not uncommon. Okay, so moving on. I then did three lessons in three days the following week in preparation for my stage check, which would be done, uh, let's see, by the chief instructor and was scheduled for the following Saturday, so one week from the flight you just heard with Jason. All of the lessons that I had leading up to the stage check were with Brian, my outgoing CFI. Here we are getting ATIS and taxiing while we talk about him leaving.
2: Channel Town formation golf time 1547 Zulu. Wind variable at 3, visibility two zero, sky clear. Temperature 180 point minus zero 6 altimeter 2904. Visual approaching use, landing and departing runways 4, left and right. Notice there have been multiple obstructions in the vicinity channel airport up to 310 feet AGL. All departures advise ground control direction of flight. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity. Chandler Airport. Read back all hold short instructions. Advise on initial contact. You have golf.
4: Chandler Town Commission golf. Chandler Ground Cherokee six
0: two eight Sierra Mike is at Chandler Air Service and we want a south departure and we have golf.
4: 8CR
0: Mike Chandler. Ground taxi to runway four left. Taxi to runway four left. 8
4: cr Mike. How's your week? Oh, it was good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good flying on Saturday. Yeah. Justin said you did a real good job there on the landings. They're looking real good. Yeah. He told you about the the job. Yeah. 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 Excited? Yeah, I am. I'm pretty psyched. I'm I'm a little. Uh, a little nervous about getting through training. It's going to be a lot of information in a short period of time. (laughs) Yeah. I heard that this is kind of stringent on their training, too. They they are. They're known as one of the toughest, which doesn't coincide with what you get paid when you're done with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's just another step. Yeah.
0: A few minutes later, we were ready to go. Brian had told me that we'd be doing ground reference maneuvers for the first time, so I'd been studying them to prepare, but I hadn't done any of them yet. But first things first, here we are uh, at 4 left at Chandler uh, getting clearance and and taking off.
1: We'll pull up make a call. We'll make a call right now because these guys are going to call, too. Oh, all right. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 628, Sierra Mike is at 4
0: left, uh, ready for departure for south. Cherokee 628,
2: Sierra Mike, Chandler Tower, hold short of runway 4 left, departing traffic.
0: Hold short, 4 left, 8 Sierra Mike.
2: here, Mike. Runway
1: four left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, four left. Eight here, Mike. At the window there.
0: While we were heading out to the practice area and getting set up for ground reference maneuvers, Brian
1: uh, started going over some of it. So you enter it just like you enter a pattern, right? You, yeah, need, a, you need to figure right? out yeah where the wind's coming from, so we know what our downwind, upwind, crosswind legs are. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we enter on a 45 to the downwind, and we the idea is to maintain altitude, that's a key factor, and then keeping an equal distance on all sides of the rectangle. So, in the base and crosswind legs, you're going to have a crosswind that's going to want to blow you off. So you you have to put in a wind correction angle. Today we're not going to see any of that because we don't have any wind. Uh, there might be a little breeze, at, but it's not going to really be obvious. Like um, I got an ag flying down there doing spraying. Oh, yeah.
0: Then while we were actually starting the first maneuver, there was a plane in the vicinity that we'd been watching, and he kept getting closer and closer and was just kind of buzzing around, not really doing anything predictable. So we decided to abort the maneuver and move a little bit and start over. Got some more traffic right out there. Okay. A couple
3: of miles. Yep, I got. Him. Oh, well. all the way today. Yeah, here. this isn't. This
1: guy's gonna be all over us here.
4: I don't want to turn it. He's doing all kinds. All
1: right. Um, yeah, let's make a let's make a left one eighty.
0: Once I got reestablished on the downwind for the ground reference maneuver I was gonna be doing, I, I was looking again for that traffic and I guess I coined a nickname off the top of my head for the other pilot.
1: What about Sir Turnalot? Where is he? Yeah, I'm not sure. He used head east last time I saw. You gotta
0: watch out for Sir Turnalot. So we completed the maneuvers, but for the sake of time, I'll skip the audio on that and take you back to the pattern with us was as we approach Chandler again to land. One thing that you should know about uh, Chandler is that there's always extensive helicopter training going on there, along with the fixed wing training that's going on there as well. Two different schools, but uh, uh, a lot of training nonetheless. So when you're when you're on downwind. For the south runway, you're almost always flying over helicopters. So I guess it makes it that much more important to hold your traffic pattern at, altitude, I guess. Anyway, this day, one of those uh, uh, helos had a slight problem.
2: Channel hey, Tower, helicopter 76 Delta. Helicopter 76 Delta, Channel Tower. Hey, 76 Delta, we got an uh, overheating problem, lost of coolant here on Bravo. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, call my people, see if they bring some coolant out. Helicopter 76, Delta Roger, verify you're shutting down, and you'd like somebody to come out and pick you up. Uh, yeah, promise. Helicopter 76, Delta Roger, and do you require any other assistance at this time? No, thank you. Helicopter 76, Delta Roger.
1: You Guys, are overheating. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we finished that one up, and I had a another flight the next day, in which we uh, stayed in the pattern to practice touch and goes. On our climb out that morning, Brian let me know about another crash at at one of my other local airports, Falcon Field or FFZ. See, on my Discovery flight with Brian about a month before, there was another crash at Falcon Field. A 152 lost power and went down near a road after clipping some orchard trees. The CFI and the student in that crash bent the airplane up pretty good, but both walked away. This day, though, the pilot and two passengers of a Air were not so lucky. Chandler Tower, Cherokee eight one three one two is at two two right.
2: Uh, Want to stay in the pattern for touch and goes. Cherokee eight one three one two, Chandler Tower, follow the Cherokee ahead in right close traffic. Runway 22 two right clear for takeoff. Cleared for takeoff and right
0: close traffic two two right. Cherokee three one two. Oh, close.
1: Final's clear.
2: Wind one seven zero at one zero.
1: Keep, yeah, good, Smailer on into the wind. It's going to want to pick that left wing up first, so you keep that okay. in there like that. Then right at 60, straighten it, and pull. And then the right rudder comes in as you rotate. You hear about the crash out at Falcon this morning? No. What happened? A Lancer, uh, Columbia Lancer, Yeah. took off, had three people on board. And they were going to uh, Orange County. And I, I don't. It sounded like they blew a cylinder or something, but it lost power and went right into the groves out there. Oh, geez. And uh, burst into flames. Three people killed. Oh.
0: Very sad day for several families and for the local aviation community. I'll put a link to the preliminary NTSB report uh, on this latest crash. We did some touch and goes, and I started to feel a little more comfortable with the landings. I'm starting to get it but it wouldn't be until a few lessons later when it really clicked. But we'll get to that in a future cast. Right now, suffice it to say that we did some practice and got everything back in one piece. The next day was my last lesson before my stage check, and was the reason for this episode's title, so it'll make more sense in a little bit. We went out to do some air work and then back into the pattern for a couple of touch-and-goes. Here's some audio from the steep turns that we did. After that, Brian wanted to do an emergency procedure closer to the ground, so I got to do my first really long slip as well. must have lasted about 90 seconds or so, or maybe it just seemed like that since I actually started to tire a little bit holding everything crossed up like that, but uh, take a listen.
1: Okay, we'll use 4,200 feet as our mark. And let's, uh, let's start to the left, and we'll roll right to 45 degrees of bank. I hold the back pressure in there to keep the nose on the horizon a little steep there, just go right between the two yeah there we go keep the bank in there quite 45 or not quite at our heading right there, right, right right, aileron, a little forward pressure so it doesn't climb and then right into a right one and then you add the back pressure again as you get into the bank and just find that picture on the horizon. Yeah, got it. Looking good man, that's what it's all about right here. You get it pegged and you hold it there. Beautiful. Yeah, you find that sweet spot and you just stick it there. It stays. And then wings level and a little forward pressure so it doesn't climb on you. Good, awesome. Yeah, once you find it there, you just stick it, and yep. it'll just pivot right around. Want to go quickly, or just... Oh, uh, we can go quick. Fill the power, and let's pitch for about 115. Can we slip it? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, try to track that center line, that section line there with a full slip. That nose pitch down. Full right rudder. Like that. Now let's go right into an opposite slip. Maintain that directional control.
4: Whoop.
1: Go. Ash left rudder, right aileron. Cool. Oh, will straight. There's it 25. Bouncy. Yeah. Alright, we'll level off 25.
0: So we came back in, set up in the pattern, and did a touch and go. Then on our way back around the pattern, this was the activity on the radio. You'll also hear uh, what sounds like a student dropping off his instructor for a solo and I can't believe I'm I'm going to be there soon as well. But before I take you back to the airplane, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. This will be the last segment for today of the podcast, and I'll bring you up to speed next time about my phase check, the changing of the guard, or the CFI in this case, and all of that goodness. If you have comments or suggestions, or just want to chat, feel free to drop me a line at bill at com, or leave a comment on the website at www.studentpilotcast.com. Calm. I hope to hear from as many of you as are willing to take a minute and say hi. Now back to the plane.
1: Oh, just work it in there. Keep it close. Hold it off. Let it slow down. Back pressure. <laughs> it's totally, that. That was a perfectly fine landing right there. It was the right attitude there. It, <laughs> it was. It was. It was a little hard just because of the way it just all of a sudden kind of stuck in there, but. If we were in a Cessna, that would have felt perfect. If, <laughs> it's because we have these sticky struts out here that...
3: <clears throat> I get a wind check. Wind 180 at four.
1: Yeah, it's all about having the right attitude on the landing, that was it. You
3: know, I had the nose up there, patient, holding it off. Helicopter 815, Taxiway Charlie, clear, touch and go. Clear, touch and go, 815.
1: some real shifty winds out there, so yeah. it's going to... That's, that's where it's real important to keep it nice and straight, right over that center line, because the winds will be shifting around on
2: you. The doesn't want to climb. No. Sergeant 0, Charlie Lima but
3: we vehicle full stop this time. Seven zero 0, Charlie Lima, roger.
2: Did he say full stop? No, the other guy did? Yeah. So, that's our A2 Charlie's on up one. Just to let you know, there's a, either a coyote or something crossing Charlie. Look like they're headed over to 22 uh, two
3: left. <laughs> nice. A2 Charlie, roger. That would be a nasty surprise.
1: Yeah, we had this guy that sold a coyote last year at the same time. He would go out on the runway
3: and lay on the runway. Helicopter A2 Charlie, um, about where was that coyote at crossing? It was in between uh, November and uh, Lima sub. Thank you. Channel Tower Helicopter 74815, I'd like to uh, hover taxi over to the Lima sub to drop the instructor off. Helicopter 815, proceed as request to report clear of... Uh, oh, well. taxi, Charlie. Yeah. Roger, proceeding as a request to we'll report on clear of taxiway, Charlie, 815. Cherokee 312, runway 22 left, clear, touch and go, and uh, helicopter reported Coyote possibly in the vicinity of runway 22 left between November and Lima. Clear, touch and go, 2-2 two, two, left, three one two. Chandler, tower, eight, one Channel 815 is clear. I'll take the way, Charlie. Telegraph 815, thank you. Cessna 0, Charlie Lima, runway 2-2 two, two, left cleared to
4: land.
2: 2-2 left clear for land, Cessna 0, Charlie Lima.
1: Uh, a little low here, so we'll set the pitch. Don't want to keep pushing it in there, we'll kind of level it off. Okay. We get back on a good angle here, and then, there we go, then we'll pitch it right to the... Oh, yeah. tower,
3: Archer 4133, kilos at 2500, uh, five miles south of the field, inbound for Touch and goes, with information uh, November. Four one three two kilo, channel of tower, make left traffic on way two to left. Report downwind. Traffic on way two to left. Uh, Wilco. Four
1: one three two kilo. Ah, uh, yeah. Real patient. Don't let it float. Just hold it right there. Little. That's fast.
4: on the runway
3: that time. Yeah. Yeah, Telegraph to eight two Charlie text to Charlie clear touch mill. Clear touch to go, 82 2 Charlie. Never saw him, did you? Yeah, I did
1: see him. What? Yeah, I just saw him. Coyote? Yeah. oh yeah, Cherokee 312, uh, we just saw that coyote's uh, just left of the runway there, uh,
3: in the middle of the, the in the middle of the green field there. RK312, roger. We've got the Cowdy in sight. And in fact, it looks like he's just on the edge now. Cessna 0, Charlie Lima, you copy. There's a cowdy. He's now crossing the runway in between November and uh, Lima it looks like. He's on the runway. Just to uh, on the left side. We don't actually have
2: him in sight. Uh, we're at November
3: He's probably maybe uh, 1,500 feet down to you, We're just crossed on the way now. See where the helicopter is? Just off to his right front. We have him inside. Uh, we'll just uh, push him over that way.
2: Push him over that <laughs> way. <laughs> All right, well, let's go we'll to our helicopter. i will make this a full stop. Transition back to Charlie, or Taxiway Charlie to re-enter the Charlie pattern. Helicopter
3: 1-5, Taxiway Charlie, clear for takeoff. All company Charlie, upwind in the 180 pattern.
2: If I clear to take off, I will follow traffic, to visual separation.
3: Channel Tower, 312 is going to be a full stop this time. Cherokee 312, roger. Telecopy, yeah. yeah. Cessna 0, Charlie Lima, remain this frequency, hold short on to 228.
2: Hold short to the right, Cessna 0, Charlie Lima. Now
3: I want to see the dog. Yeah. Cessna 0 Charlie Lima, continue taxiing, cross runway 22 two right without delay, traffic short finals in Cherokee. Cross
2: runway 22 two right without delay, Cessna 0
3: Pretty close. Yeah. Cherokee 312, runway 22 uh, two left, clear to land. Clear to land 22 two left, 312. Cessna 0 Charlie Lima, contact ground, have a good day.
2: Contact ground, Cessna 0 Charlie Lima.
3: Cherokee
1: three one two, is that Coyote on the right side of the runway now?
3: Cherokee three one two, that's affirmative. In fact, he's. Uh, I think he's already passed uh, two two right.
2: Roger, thanks. He's on the uh, Bravo taxiway. Thank you. Coyote one, Cherokee three one
3: two. The uh, Coyote's now on Bravo taxiway.
1: Three one two. We'll keep an eye out for him
3: next. Thank you. Roger four one three three kilos on downwind. Archer, 32 Kilo, runway 22 two left third, touch and go, you number two, following the Cherokee, turn and final. Touch and go, two, two 4132 Kilo. Archer, 32 Kilo, pattern out to 2,200. Yeah, we're trying, 4132
1: Kilo. Right. I said he's on taxiway Bravo? That's what he said. That's this one right here, off our right. little guy, probably doesn't know where the hell he is right now. <laughs> Get himself chopped up if he's careful. <laughs> yeah, just hold it off. Let it float. Helicopter I'll let it float sure. up like that, back like down there. Uh, it's getting up there and then it's getting real slow and then it yeah. just, it, we're
3: just kind of floating in the wind. Three one two, remain this frequency. Hold short one two two right. Stay on this frequency and hold short two two right three one two. Looks
1: like the uh, coyote's crossing Papa right now. Thank you. he? I just jumped on a Papa
4: over there.
3: What I do. Cherokee three one two, turn left on runway 22 right. Right on Mike and uh, text without delay. And contact ground off today. Left on two two right. Right on Mike without delay. Three one two.
0: So there you have it. In case you didn't know, we have a lot of coyotes in Arizona, and one of them wandered onto our runway this day. Made for an interesting few minutes in the pattern as everybody was suddenly on coyote watch. I don't actually know whatever became of the little guy, but I'm sure he just wandered back to wherever he came from without getting chopped up by some spinning metal. Let's hope so anyway. So there's the reason for the title of the podcast. It didn't really have anything to do with a bar or a movie or anything that probably came to mind when you heard it. It's okay though. I'm gonna be a pilot.
2: My I All in the, my
0: the music for today's audio cast is the song To Be an Angel from the great Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot audio cast using iTunes, Zoom, or any other podcatcher at www.studentpilotcast.com.